Guess who's back? Back again. J Max back. Call some friends. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Na 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 na. Yo, hey, I'm back after a week of hiatus. The wave round is back. We're gonna talk Atlanta and so much more. What's going on, everybody? My name is J-Mac, and welcome to the Wave Round. Guess what, everybody? We're back. That's right. After a week of me not being able to produce a show for you guys, I am glad to say that I am back. As many of you folks know, I am currently away from my house here in El Paso, Texas for work. And let me tell you, last week, these people had me super, super busy. I could not get a day off. Um, you know, I was just pretty much just working all the time. So by the time I would get off work, it'd be like two, three in the morning and I would just sleep all day. So I do apologize for not being able to give you guys the entertainment that you so desire. But with that being said, I am back and we're going to talk about Atlanta, all things Atlanta. And of course, we're going to talk about this upcoming dirt race. And of course, all the segments that you have come to know and love, including the J-Mac rant and a little NASCAR history. Let's go ahead and get started with today's show. But actually, no, scratch that. Before we get started, I just want to thank everybody for the support. I don't thank you guys enough. So once again, I'm thanking everybody. Now we can get started with the show. So Atlanta, Atlanta. The truck race. Kyle Bush dominated the truck race. You know, what was it like? His 90-something win? Whatever. Way to go, Kyle Bush. Way to go. Making sure that other drivers don't get a chance to go to the playoffs or whatever. You know, just dominating, doing whatever the hell you feel like doing. Just because you're like, ugh, I suck in cup this year. Just like I did last year. So let me go out there and just dominate everybody. No. Dude, just stop it, all right? We're all sick and tired of you picking on all the little kids. You know, you're like that bully at the playground. It's like, give me back my ball. You guys don't want me to to play ball with you on Sundays, so I'm going to go play on Saturdays with with the Little League kids. Dude, just stop it. Just concentrate on doing Sunday. Yes, I know. You're like, look at me. I got the best equipment in trucks. But, dude, like I said, just stop. I didn't really catch Saturday's race, but what I did see is I saw Noah Gregson and old Daniel No Talent Hemrick getting a little fisticuffs or uh, more like a shoving match that you see in high school. Um, Like, oh, you talking shit about my girlfriend? I'm going to push you until the teachers break it up. That's pretty much what it was. Gregson took a swing at him. Missed, but I guarantee it if he would have connected, it would have been lights out for Hemrick. That dude would be sleeping on the concrete because Noah was throwing some haymakers now if you didn't catch the incident supposedly well not supposedly there is video evidence Hemrick got up into uh Gregson, gregson's pit lane while noah was coming in the pit so noah being noah backs up but he backs all the way into daniel's car and, per- and hits his car 
I'm like, you know, you, yes, I understand you're frustrated, dude, but come on, man. Like, you almost took out the tire carrier up front. Now, you know, what would that would have proved, you know, if you would have hurt that dude? You would have felt bad. Dude probably would have gotten seriously injured, and you'd, your ass would be suspended. But, hey, it is what it is. But while we're talking about the Atlanta Xfinity race, way to go, Justin Algaier. You finally gave Junior Motorsports the shot and the arm that it needs this year. I mean, you got a feel for Junior Motorsports so far. They have, uh, th- it's been quite a struggle this season, but I'm glad to see a great, great guy like Algaier get the win. Locking himself in the playoffs, making sure that Junior Motorsports is in the playoffs yet again. Noah, where are you? Josh Berry, where? Are, what was that? Just, just tearing up the. I mean, I know everybody's all like, "Yeah, Josh Berry's," you know, he's like the truth or whatever. But um, he just hasn't impressed me yet this year. Only time will tell on that. Well, let's go ahead and talk the cup race, shall we? So, apparently Atlanta decided to use COVID dogs to sniff people to see if they are uh, indeed have the uh, the COVID-19 virus or something like that. I mean, I guess that's cool. So, I guess, you know, maybe the druggies, the drug addicts or, or something, you know, are like, yes, finally, I can get away with something. I can bring something, some contraband in and not worry about it because the dog's only going to, like, you know, make a fuss if I have COVID. It is what it is. I mean, I guess it's a cool concept. I don't know how you would train a dog to uh, to sniff a disease that you can't see or smell, but apparently they can do it. So uh, kudos to them, I guess. You know, Jamie Little was having the time of her life with that dog just licking her face. I mean, it would be funny to, if like that dog was licking her face because she had COVID and she didn't even know it. But that's another another topic. All right, let's go on with our pre-race ceremonies. Because if you listen to this show, you know I am a huge judge of these little pre-race ceremonies that they've been doing lately. Apparently, we're still doing Zoom conference calls, Zoom meetings. I mean, come on, guys. If if tracks are starting to let fans in, these entertainers can uh, you know certainly make an appearance and make it more special. But I must say the National Anthem singer was incredible. Wow, that was, I don't even know who the singer was, but I definitely want to go out and buy an album because that was pretty impressive. A lot better than Miami's fiasco we had a couple weeks ago. And then, you know, you're like, yeah, super sweet, like, badass national anthem. And then Aaron Andrews has to come on with her annoying voice and ruin the command to start engines. Like, look, I get it. I'm all for it. I'm all for women, you know, breaking barriers and sports and sports broadcasting and journalism and all that stuff. But Aaron Andrews is just not, she's not motivating enough to like give the command. We need somebody that's going to go out there and just, you know, yo, you know, start your engine. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, just her voice is there's just something about her voice and it just drives. It's like nails on a chalkboard to me. I mean, Come on, NASCAR, you can do better. Get somebody out there that is going to motivate us. That's enough with the pre-race commands and the pre-race ceremonies and all that. Let's talk the actual race. Kevin Harvick actually struggling at Atlanta. 
wow. I don't think any of us saw that coming. The dude was like a lap down on the first stage. I was like, are you serious right now? <clears throat> Man. Then, of course, Kyle Larson looks like he's just going to take, be the first, you know, he just dominates stage one. You know, just call it what it is. Domination. Domination by Kyle Larson. You know, he didn't make any stupid uh, penalties like he did last week um, on pit road or whatever. So he did good on that aspect after winning the first stage. Stage two restart comes up. Kurt Busch goes straight into the wall pretty much. Uh, I mean, it was just like a crazy hassle. Saw guys going three, four wide on the restart. Um, and just... uh. Kurt just didn't have anywhere to go, so he went into the room or into the wall and just ruined his day, which is a shame because that guy, I think, definitely had himself a top ten car, maybe top five car. Stage two was the same. Kyle Larson goes out and dominates stage two. No surprise there. Go to stage three. The people's champ, Chase Elliott, blows an engine. Tough break for him. His day's over. Ends up finishing 38th. And then Nat Fox did this thing where they just showed every single Chase Elliott fan just hands on hips, disappointing, looking like they're about to cry. Oh, man, it was like, uh, oh, I see you. I see you Fox camera people, you know. I mean, I'm a Chase fan, but I just thought it was hilarious just seeing all the rejection of, like, the hometown boy not being able to pull anything off. I mean, hey, it is what it is, guys. It happens. Chase has been struggling so far this season. That's kind of what he does. It's kind of his thing. He kind of like like struggles like the first quarter, and then he'll pick it up, come around the all-star break or whatever, or, uh, you know, like the first two quarters. He's just like, meh, and then he picks it up. But we got some road course races coming up, but it is what it is. We'll talk more about some stuff like that. So, anyways, as I was saying, Chase Elliott's engine blows and some fishing 38th. Kyle Larson continues to dominate and dominate and dominate until there is only eight laps to go. His car, you could tell, just started, he just started losing speed. Ryan Blaney comes, takes over the race with eight to go, holds him off, and wins the race. So if you're counting, that's six races in, six different winners, and now Ford has two wins, Chevrolet two wins, Toyota two wins. So that is so far how this season is going. So with that win, here's a little a little factoid, all right? Ryan Blaney has made a pass for the win in the final 10 laps in all five of his cup victories. He has five cup victories. He has made a pass for the win in the final 10 laps or less in all five of those victories. Can we call him the new Kevin Harvick? Can we call him the new closer? We just might be able to. So do not count Ryan Blaney out. If he looks like he's going to be a contender to win a race, you better watch out with 10 laps or less because... He might just close the deal like we saw this past Sunday. So I was mentioning, you know, Chase Elliott with his blown engine. And then, you know, of course, uh, Kevin Harvick just not being Kevin Harvick at Atlanta. So what I think it is personally is like all these teams have caught up now. All right. With the whole craziness debacle of COVID. 
people not knowing what this season was look like. I think every team now has caught up, and uh, it's these once dominant people like you know Stuart Haas racing, uh, was it Joe Gibbs racing and Kyle Busch and all those guys. I think these other teams have finally caught up, and they've like, hey, you know, you may have been dominant before, but we're now at your level. And I'm starting to think that they've done that with Chase Elliott, too. That's why we saw a whole different driver. I mean, that was just bad luck on Chase's part. But I think that's why, you know, call me crazy, but I don't think Chase Elliott's going to dominate every single road course race this year. I think that we're going to have a lot of surprise winners. And people are yes, he's going to be the heavy favorite, but I don't think he's winning all the remaining six of them or whatnot. I mean, you can hate on me all you want, but that's just just my thoughts. I mean... Teams are starting to play catch up now, and uh, and then of course next year we got a brand new generation of car coming up, so everybody's gonna be on a level, uh, level playing field. Definitely don't think we'll see any domination uh, next year, but so far so good this season. I am liking what I'm seeing. Atlanta, I mean, I kind of I'm not gonna lie, I kind of fell asleep, and then when I I did wake up, um. Uh, What's his name I was talking about doing some hucklebuck to somebody? I was like, whoa, we getting kind of kinky up in here. Talk about hucklebucking God knows who. But uh whatever, Clint Boyer. You are a breath of fresh air in the booth. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, as you know, we got Bristol Dirt Race coming up. It's gonna be exciting. First time they've had a dirt race since 1950 in the Cup Series. So I am looking forward to it. I wish I could take a trip down to Bristol and watch that race because number one, Bristol is just freaking badass to begin with. But then you add dirt and you add all this dirt unknowns and then you add the season that we've had so far. It's going to be quite exciting. I am quite, quite jealous to all those people out there that are actually going to get to see that race in person. So we're going to talk about that Right after this, we're going to have This Day in NASCAR History. All right, what's going on? We are back. And as you know, the next cup race is March 28th at the dirt track of Bristol Motor Speedway. So, before we get to watch and enjoy that badass uncertainty of a race let's go ahead and discuss drivers who have won a race on march 28th starting in 1954 we had two different winners at two different locations 1954 we had al keller down there in savannah georgia and then we had dick rathman in oakland california 1964 we had david pearson in greenville south carolina 1971, we had David Pearson at the place that we're going to on the 28th, Bristol, Tennessee. 1982, Cale Yarborough in Rockingham, North Carolina. 1993, we had Dale Earnhardt in Darlington, South Carolina. 1999, a race that I was actually at. Terry Labonte over there at Texas Motor Speedway in Fort Worth, Texas. Texas Terry winning on his home track in 1999. And then the last one we've had was 2004 with Kurt Busch winning at Bristol. And those are your drivers that have won a cup race on March 28th. 
Now, let's go ahead and go to bold predictions. My bold predictions, I don't have any. Nobody knows what's going to go on. I mean, yes, you could say Kyle Larson. You could say Christopher Bell. But do not count out my man, Austin Dillon. He went out there and won at the uh, the late modified race last weekend or this past weekend or whatever. So do not count Austin Dillon out, ladies and gentlemen. But, I mean, bold predictions, you... There's a lot of uncertainty because we don't know how these cars are going to handle on this dirt, high bank, whatever they got going on. So just watch. Pick somebody that you think is going to win and let it go. Just just enjoy it. It's going to be a tough week in fantasy for some people. Um, I hope you haven't used a lot of your good drivers yet because we still got a whole, whole bunch of races going on. So I hope you save some of them dirt folk, you know for this dirt race. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., I think, is a dirt guy. That's another one. But, I mean, just just, just watch because we also got a lot of these dirt guys or these uh, cup drivers are going to race in the trucks and the, and the, the truck portion of the dirt race. So, Jeff definitely getting some practice in. So, like I said, we got guys like Austin Dillon that have won at Eldora. So, just be on the lookout. All right? Those are bold predictions. We'll be right back with the rant. All right, here we go with the J-Mac rant. The J-Mac rant for this week is, I don't know. I don't have anything to talk about. I don't have anything that's made me happy or made me angry besides my work being dickheads and making me work. These long, crazy hours in this dusty, dusty ass wind of El Paso. My allergies are acting up. Um, my nose is always stuffed up. I just like just dirt and crap all in my lungs. Thank you, Uncle Sam, for sending me here for like the fourth, fifth time. I, I like come here like once or twice a freaking year. So I imagine I'll be back here before the year is over. But. I mean, like I said, that's all I really got to rant about is just uh, my work being assholes and uh, making me do do stuff. I mean, but hey, it's almost, I mean, I asked for it. I signed up for it or whatever. But, I mean, I'm just out there standing around watching people shoot weapons. And I'm like, man, it looks so much fun. No, not really. It's not fun. It's not fun to watch. My lips are chapped. My freaking nose is stuffed up with dirt. So yeah, that's my rant. My freaking, the way my body feels. It feels like I got hit by a freaking Mack truck. You know, it's it's irritating. 38 years old, I feel like a freaking 60-something. Because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like this, this dust sucks. If you live in a dusty part of, the, of America or the world, God bless you. I couldn't do it. Uh, I No, I can't do it at all. It's... Not good if you have seasonal allergies like myself. So, of course, I went out and bought some Allegra. Doesn't work. Claritin doesn't work. I don't have access to my doctor because he's in Indiana. And I'm still here till April 19th. And it's the freaking dusty, windy season here in El Paso. So, you can see how my predicament is. It's uh, not fun, like I said. But, enough about that rant. Let's just... So, let's just go ahead and close out this show for this week. I'd like to thank everybody so, so very much for taking the time out of their busy Wednesday. Yes, I know it's not a normal Tuesday. Uh, 
day for episodes, but I was I didn't get into like three in the morning last night. But anyways, I'd like to thank you guys so so very much for joining me for another wonderful episode of the Wave Around. If you haven't already, make sure you hit up Facebook, go to the Wave Around with J Mac for our page and our exclusive, not really exclusive, but our fan group. And there you can message me. Uh, I always like leave tidbits or some uh, information or some comments under my personal Facebook page or uh, name. So you can see me there. If you want to ask questions, comments, concerns, you'd like to be a guest on this show, hey, let me know. We'll hook you up, all right? We'll see what we can do. Um, Speaking of seeing what we can do, we're uh, in the process of seeing how we can do a uh, a live video of me actually recording, you know, like how you see on like the Dale Jr. download and other like podcasts like that. So we're, we're trying to work out that system, work out those kinks. When I say we, I really just mean me. But I like to say we make it sound important. I do have uh, some other, you know, I got some friends that uh, help me out. You know, give me some suggestions or whatnot. But for right now, in the studio, it's just me. But hey, I am looking for a producer. So if you have experience with podcasting and all that jazz, let me know. And uh, we'll get in contact and uh, we'll make this better. And we'll help each other out, you know? Anyways, guys. Go out there, enjoy this weekend's race. It's going to be a fun, fun weekend watching some dudes sling some red Tennessee clay around them fans' face. So, join us next Tuesday as we discuss the Bristol Dirt Race. I'd like to thank everybody once again for joining us. Remember, be kind, be safe, and most importantly, go chase. My name is J-Mac. Peace out, and we'll talk to you next week.